Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, good evening. Welcome to this week's Man of the Post Extra Time. I am your host, Chris. Uh, with me this week, uh, looking up from a podcast pie as I sit here with my knife and fork, I've got Jesse. That's me. That's you in the corner. How are you? Uh, nobody puts baby in the corner. I'm just going to start with a dirty dancing quote so that everybody's See, expectations fall really well. I was like, that's Chris what I, yeah. Chris but you know what? I didn't think I should I think start by singing. The next one of I us didn't... was going to be in the spotlight. No, yeah. it wasn't. It was just because she's sat there with her thing. Um, yeah, there you go. Anyway, nobody puts Jesse in the corner. That other sound you can hear is uh, Adam. How are you? Good, thank you. Good, good, good. And uh, Jesse. Fe, 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 fe. Oh no, uh, Emma. Fe, fe, no, fe, you fe. didn't hear it. Oh, you know what? Emma and I are basically the same. We are the same. Oh, yeah. Latina um, chicks. <laughs> which says, which actually, Emma, I'm so sorry. This is not the day. <laughs> Emma's a lot better than I am in many ways. <laughs> Emma. Fe, 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 fe. How are you? I'm not losing my religion because I never had any to lose. I really. But Emma, have you carried a watermelon lately? <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> really deep REM cut that I don't get. Well, I just watched a Peepsu <laughs> episode with a with a melon, and I really don't want to go down that rabbit hole again. Um, right. Not so we. Sorry. I said that's not good melon. No. Uh, right, we're going to start with the Premier League games that have already happened this week. Uh, Arsenal and uh, Crystal Palace is happening at the moment, so we won't be reviewing that one. Um, so we are going to start on Tuesday night at Bramble Lane because it was Sheffield United 1, Newcastle 0. Adam, guess who scored this one? He got one, has he? <laughs> Billy Sharp with his 100th uh, league goal for Sheffield United. League goal, Chris, not Premier League goal. Don't get excited. No, exactly. Uh, this was, well, to be honest, I'm getting excited. This was um, Sheffield United's first Premier League win of the season in 18 attempts. I'll be happy for them. No, not particularly. No? Are you apathetic for them? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe. At best. Jesse, you've got a sort of very sort of sad-looking face. What's it you sort of... <laughs> Furrows of worry I there. But I also I don't want to I don't want to ruin um, if if anybody's watching Atletico Bilbao, I don't want to ruin anything. Uh, but is anybody watching it? No. At this very moment. No. Do you like some that I'm already taking us off the, the rails? Background. Ah, yes. Some of us also here have it on in the background. So do some mm-hmm. of us want to also be surprised at what just happened? Some of us. Uh, oh, some of us are on. not surprised about these things. <laughs> really? Anymore. Really? <laughs> Right, okay, so, uh, yeah, first one of the season... Can you two just speak to each other? (laughs) Some of us. I think they are. Some Um, of us are a little bit surprised that Raul Garcia just scored. But they're not as good as you think they are. They're a bad team, so... You know what, I think I was just a little surprised that Raul Garcia still exists and is still playing. Right, so... very much does exist. It was the first win of the season. Chris, have you ever lost control of a podcast so early? So... (laughs) (laughs) 
quite this early. Uh, okay, so first win in the season for 18 attempts for Sheffield United. You're all a bit ambivalent about that. Um, Steve Bruce uh, was been talking about VAR because uh, Ryan Fraser got two yellow cards uh, in the space of three minutes and three seconds and was sent off. Uh, he's the 40th player to be sent, shown a red card under a Steve Bruce manager, as well, Steve Bruce is their manager. Um, Bruce said the decision quote unquote baffled me and he said VAR is pathetic it's beyond me uh, before then complaining that Billy Sharp was only given a yellow tackle for a foul on Fabian Sharp and VAR didn't help out there so uh, can't sort of have one without the other a second uh, I say um, Newcastle got two out of 18 points available and against the team that was bottom of the league they only had 34% possession uh, should they have been aiming a little bit higher Newcastle in this game Jesse? No, you're making faces at me. You know I don't. I can't. I'm very swayed by the visuals, but I know everybody else can't see. Um, I don't know. I thought the question was going to go, should we still be blaming VAR for things? I was prepared for that one. All right, three you were um, careful, though. I don't know. Make Adam answer, since it looks like he's writing notes. Adam, seeing as you're writing notes, um, 34% possession against bottom of the league. That's not good enough, is it? Ten men, though, right? For half the game. Yep. Do you still think that's a acceptable turnaround? <laughs> no, but I'm not a Newcastle fan, so I don't have to live with it. No, but you can analyse it, which is your role here. <laughs> you may have realised New- after sort of eight years of podcasting. Not Newcastle and Sheffield United games, as I draw a line. <laughs> right. A man's only got a man's <laughs> got to have his limits, and that's where mine are. Okay. Emma, <laughs> can you help him, please? Someone. You you know full well I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about Burnley Manchester United instead? I didn't watch oh, that God. either. Which one sure. of us watched that one? Oh, my crikey. Right, Burnley versus right. Manchester United. Uh, Burnley nil Manchester United won Paul Pogba with a rather excellent volley. Uh, again, um, Manchester United had a goal disallowed, uh, fouled by Harry Maguire as he sort of uh, jumped up for a header. But I do want to sort of point out Ben Mee's... Not a foul. I didn't think it was a foul, but I want to point out sort of Ben Mee's Herculean effort to clear the ball off the line in vain. That was pretty good, wasn't it? We sort of went flying through the air and landed in a big heap at the back of the net. In vain, though. Yeah, in vain, but it looked pretty good. Um, the goal was in the 71st minute, so they have this sort of gritty ability to keep going and getting wins, don't they, United? Even though we, I think we can all attest the fact they've not been a particularly good team this season, they keep plugging them out, don't they? Yes, I love when you you like you should be a lawyer because you're so good at asking these leading questions that just ends with "Don't they?" and, and it's it's great because you could just be like, "Mm-hmm." Yeah, I put it to you, you Miss. None Loesch. of us watch this game. Yes. <laughs> yep. Uh, but this, this is, that's a pattern over a period of time, isn't it? So they they haven't been great at large parts of this season. You know, your Spurs beat them six one at Old Trafford, didn't they? My sp- yes, see, didn't they? Yes. Didn't they? Didn't they, Miss Loesch? Right? It's great. <laughs> uh-huh. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> uh, yeah, and United, um, it's their first away clean sheet of the season, which is very bizarre because they won. Isn't it? Uh, it so is. Should, yeah. Isn't it, Miss Loesch? Because they won eight away <laughs> this season in the Premier League, haven't they? <laughs> Objection. Sorry, everyone. Yeah, good. <laughs> if I hear objection and sustained one more time. 
Adam's frantically looking to see how he could kick me off the Skype call. <laughs> you got the briefcase, I got the shotgun. Um, yeah, so uh, does anyone else feel that about Manchester United? I, I, I've written sort of, or I felt the other day that they were sort of accidentally top of the league, if anyone sort of gets that. Have a gritted bit of teeth. <laughs> you can't say, yeah, but you can't say they've actually sort of played with any kind of Ilan this season, can you? Top of the league, aren't they? They, are I mean, top they of don't the have a player named Elon. So no, they're not even top of really terrible. They're not even top. They're not even top of the league on any sort of like dodgy number of games played either. They're legitimately top of the league. <laughs> Apart from all those penalties, those pesky penalties, and Mark Clattenburg saying that all the referees helped them today. <sighs> Class. Honestly, he's gone down in my estimation. Uh, no, I mean no one can sort of suggest that Manchester United have been playing incredibly well this season, can they? Emma, can you suggest that? No, I absolutely cannot. I think it says a lot about the other teams in the league that they're not very good. If Manchester United. <laughs> no, you're right. You're very much they're true. They're not a good team at all. This I, is I a... don't understand how they're taught. I don't. No, I don't either. And I'm sure Ollie doesn't either. It's like can I ask a question? Bets. I feel like. There are a lot of teams that, like, they're not good teams. They just have good players. And and that shouldn't – and that just is. Like, they have really good players. They've just never coalesced into good teams. Case in point, see this Arsenal team playing right now. They are a shitty team, but they have really good players. <laughs> Honestly, I thought you were talking about Barcelona then. I felt seen. I would <laughs> never do that to you, Emma. <laughs> Gabriel Garcia, <laughs> I like you way too much. It just felt seen. <laughs> Never, ever would I do that to you because you know what? I wouldn't want anybody to do that to me. Yes. <laughs> um, Luke Shaw maybe could have got a yellow card. Uh, sorry, a, a, a red card as well. He got, got just a yellow in the end for a, a pretty bad tackle. Um, and Burnley had zero shots on target until the 90th minute. Is anyone surprised by that? Spunnily, isn't it? Terrible. <laughs> uh, Marcus Rashford, if only he concentrated less on feeding hungry children, he would do much better in the Premier League by scoring more goals. So said the, someone in the Daily Telegraph this week. Did anyone see that? Why would somebody say that? Someone did say that. Even Why? though we got, even though we got an assist in this game. He's a hero. He should be your prime minister. Yeah. Well, very so much wait. so. So I'm sorry. So like, um, let me just Maybe pluck chocolate. a player from obscurity. So um, Granite Shaka, who's as far as I know has not fed any hungry children, but also has not scored many goals. Like, what what is his excuse? Uh, I have no idea. I'm trying to find the headline. Okay, so. Okay, this is the tweet from the Daily Telegraph. Uh, the Manchester United player frequently gave the ball away on Tuesday night after uh, a day spent fighting to protect hungry children. Join our discussion on Marcus Rashford balancing his career and his campaigning in the comments below. To be fair, most people went, that's a load of pony. And uh, <laughs> they started speaking to the guy that actually wrote the column as well, uh, telling him he'd spoken a load of nonsense. And the guy that wrote the column said, well, you obviously haven't read the article 
to which people replied, no, I haven't, because it's behind a paywall. <laughs> so I'm not going to read the article, but I can see the headlines. So, um, yeah, basically the guy is saying, Marcus Rashford's spending too much time uh, feeding hungry children, and he's not doing it on the pitch, which I don't even think is true. Well, someone's got to spend time sticking up for hungry children because no one else is going to do it. Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing it's just a pure coincidence that Boris Johnson used to be a columnist in the Daily Telegraph as well. <laughs> in the replies to that, was there a lot of people agreeing who have, like, Union Jacks in their names and <laughs> English flags? No, it, it it sort of did fill me with a little bit of joy, the fact that most people are um, are talking about the fact that the person that wrote this was an idiot. Uh, interestingly today, the government has said in this country that they will not be feeding hungry children over half term. So the children that normally get the free school meals during school time and have been getting them, uh, they've come under pressure twice before and backtracked twice before based on Marcus Rashford. Um, and they are now... So they're going for the hat trick? Well, they're going for the hat trick, mm. yeah. I mean, what is the, what the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. This is, this is obviously going to come back and bite them again as Marcus Rashford sort of campaigns again on this issue isn't it well the fact is i think marcus rashford has fed more hungry children and actually done a better job at exposing the government bo both of our governments um for lack of compassion and um progress than anybody whose actual job it is <laughs> yeah so um, well done to him for playing well and at the same time um, make sure children not stop performing a social service yeah. uh, anyone got anything else you want to say on Burnley Manchester United um, no Burnley are terrible <laughs> and uh, I, I really I, I have nothing nothing there Okay, uh, next we're off to Molyneux as uh, Wolves lost two and a home to Everton. So um, it was 1-0 to the home team. Ruben Neves with his first ever goal from open play inside the penalty area for Wolves. Uh, it was, sorry, it was, at no point was it ever 1-0 to the home team. Oops. Oh. <laughs> Everton definitely no. scored first. Did they score first? Oh yes, Alex Iwobi scored, didn't you? How did you feel about Alex Iwobi starting? I mean, I've, I've had to make my piece of it because it's happened quite a lot. Yeah, and now he scored I mean, just to spite you. Yeah, I know. How dare he? <laughs> that will show me. Yeah. Um, and then, as I say, Ruben Neves equalised uh, with his first goal from open play inside the penalty area for Wolves. Um, and then Everton's sixth away win in the league this season. So, how happy were you with his performance? Uh, it's a game I fully expected us to lose, but we played without any strikers, so um, I will fully take the 2-1 victory. Yeah, OK. Calvert-Lewin, did he play? Because he's not scored for a while, has he? As my dream team suggests. What part of played without any strikers suggests that Calvert-Lewin played? Did he not come on at all? No. OK. Because uh, what... he, he wasn't on the bench. OK. Um... <laughs> I didn't pay any attention to your actual team, let alone your bench. Um, no, you, you didn't pay attention to the score. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did, just not in the right order. Uh, Wolves have won one out of eight since um, Jimenez injured himself uh, against Arsenal. Um, zero clean sheets in 11. Uh, and of those eight games, they've lost five of them. So it's not looking so good for them recently, is it? Um, 
I suppose you can understand them losing firepower up front with no Jimenez, but the, the sort of lack of clean sheets at the back doesn't bode well, does it, Emma? I don't think that Wolves played all that badly, actually. Oh, no, you watched this because you're an Everton fan, aren't you? I did. I did watch it. I was, I'm was. i there for the negative surprises. Yeah. <laughs> and there were some. There, there was an immediate negative surprise. Uh, yeah, and so but what... you really need to talk about how great Andre Gomez's cross was for the winning goal. Oh, yes, you well, said Because you... it was wonderful. Was it as wonderful as... lovely man. You said you'd quite happily kiss him this week, didn't you? Yes. But because to... I'm not a monster. <laughs> but also to kiss him, you'd have to go through Jordan Henderford first. Uh, Jordan Pickford first. Jordan... Wait, whoa. There's too many people dumb. called Jordan in the world. Yeah. yeah. So you'd have to kiss Jordan Pickford to get to uh, Andre Gomez. You gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> I mean, close your eyes, they could be anybody, whoa. couldn't they? We've all been there. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, right, moving on to Wednesday. Uh, Manchester City won Brighton nil. Phil Foden with his eighth goal of the season. Kevin De Bruyne with his 14th assist. Um, Manchester City now unbeaten in 14, and that's their fourth straight win in the league. I think the last time they lost was against Spurs back in... When was that? Was that November? That was a long time ago, wasn't it, Jesse? Chris, last week was a long time ago. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, and they've got eight clean sheets and 13 goals conceded in the Premier League. So that's the most uh, clean sheets and fewest goals conceded by Manchester City. So for their dodgy defence uh, and the fact they're picking John Stones, people thought well, that was a bit of a risk. It's not so bad, is it, Adam? No, it's working out pretty fine to them, isn't it? Yeah. Are you impressed with them? Yeah. I, I mean, mean their, defensive, their defensive record is beyond impressive. And the fact that Pep has now managed to to marry that with a team that can score enough goals to take advantage of that and not look quite so blunt and slow um, in their their attacking play um, just makes them incredibly dangerous. Okay. Uh, Sneezy the Dwarf. Um, Brighton have got zero wins in nine uh, in the Premier League. They've drawn five, lost four. Listen, she's just very courteously put herself on mute and sneezed, which is, that's a sort of class in podcasting you can't teach. Um, Thank you, everyone. You quite like Brighton, don't you? Because you've got a friend that supports them. So uh, what do you make of their poor form? Um, It makes me sad, which I know is exactly what you meant. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And what do I make of it? I... I mean, they play Man City. Um, yes, I suppose you can't so, punish them too much, can you? Yeah, and I don't think they played... Yeah, they've had injury issues. I don't think they played particularly terribly in this one, considering that it was Man City. Um, so I'm not I'm not too surprised or worried. Okay. Uh, well, we'll stay with yourself. I also really like that I can't see Adam's face, because I, I sense that perhaps an eye roll happened but i don't know that it happened so that was you know great if an eye rolls without the camera on and then is there anybody there to see (laughs) exactly uh well stay with yourself because spurs drew one one with fulham uh harry kane scored i really like this goal this harry kane scored i love a sort of hard cross of uh, of hard cross from uh the flanks and then a diving header that is fantastic i really like that goal did you like it i really liked that goal i have to say i Really, I'm annoyed that I am a sudden Alphonse Ariola fan. He he's played just, very well, didn't he? He's played really well all season, and that sucks. 
I don't need that in my life. I don't need to. I don't need to like Alphonse Ariola. It's not where I need to be. So he, that's annoying. He did incredibly but, well last night, didn't he? Oh, he's been good all season. Stop it. <laughs> did we need Sun's really strong, powerful kick to go off the bar? Sure, because that's where we're at right now. That is how Mourinho. That's what he does, and. That's there's nothing about this this match was 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 anything but par for the Spursy course. What well, go he, Adam, take it away. Even Cavaliero equalised, didn't he? And then you had that goal disallowed at the end for offside, didn't you? Yes. Can we talk about one thing, one important thing? Mm-hmm. So in the United States of America, on NBC Sports, which is how we watch our matches. We have Arla White doing commentary. Do you guys have him? Uh, he used to be on Radio 5 a long time ago. I do know who he is. Okay. So he's a, he seems like, you know, a, a, an everyday English man. And he was pronouncing Regulon mm-hmm. as Reguion. Now I have a question. Okay? Because this doesn't seem to be like... A particularly difficult name because it's phonetic. Reglion. Well, okay, no so I guess it's not phonetic. <laughs> but there's no W anywhere, anywhere. I mean, you're coming to entirely the wrong person to ask about Spanish pronunciations, but <laughs> the whole match, Reglion, nobody corrected him. Reglion. There were two other people with him in the box. Were they Spanish speakers? They were English. Can somebody no. explain to me where the W came from? No. You won? Really? How hard is it to do a little research right? to pronounce a name? I mean, like, somebody needs to maybe write it out for them beforehand. Reg. Reg. Yawn. Like something. It's not, it's not difficult. Plays that people. Chris, that... it's not difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know, I've got to be honest. I have a hard time with Welsh names, but I try. If I'm, if it's my job, I would perhaps ask, I would go up to rankings. I don't know, give me a Welsh player who has a difficult name, Tom Jones, beforehand and say, Hey, how would you like your last? How is your last name pronounced? I've got to be honest, I I thought Reguillon, uh, however you pronounce it, I thought he was French, and I thought it was like Reguillon or something like that. So, I yeah, I'm probably... Okay, great. So, let's take a look at French. French. You know, Matthew Flemini. I know, right? You go up to the Frenchman and say, how is your last name pronounced? So I get it right when I'm saying it for 90 minutes. Yeah, but you get French people with surname Lopez, don't you? Maximilien Lopez, he's played for Marseille. Sure. Wait, Are you trying to make I would like commentators to perhaps pronounce things correctly, and I also really, really was confused by where that W came from. Right, but right, Jesse, right, is that not a, a difficult request to make of a commentator because you're asking them to be across, especially someone who commentates on the Premier League? You're you're asking them to be across so many dialects to know how to spell things. And and we we all know that there have been multiple examples where even the player won't even be able to tell you how to pronounce their name properly. 
Are you wait? Are you kidding? No, I've definitely. I can't think of an example of the exact example right now, but I've had lots of times when that Moisey Ken changed how to pronounce his name when he moved from Juventus to Everton. Yeah, but he shouldn't have had to. It's his name. Toby Alderweireld did a little video clip of him saying, "This is how to pronounce my name." Cool. So if your whole job, if you're getting paid to pronounce these players' names, I'm saying this is a teacher who thinks it's very rude not to know how to pronounce her students' names because it's your name. So how do you how do you pronounce the name of that? Um, that uh, Alderweireld. He did a little no, video clip. Pronounce the name of um, the the attacking midfield player who plays for Manchester United. Manchester United. Bruno. First name Bruno. Fernandez. Nice, see? As a man who regularly has his name misspelt or mispronounced to him, I do agree with Jesse. People are forever getting my name wrong. People, so. people don't know how to say Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it's the surname. It's Etchingham. People often call me Etchington, and I say, well, you never would have called him Teddy Sherrington, would you? And then people get it. So. But Do people know who's that? Niche <laughs> <laughs> re- reference for the kids. You're just... You're essentially talking about people who can't read, though. That's <laughs> I suppose so. <laughs> it's just that for a country who's who's spent a lot of time saying, never mind, your name is Dave, it, you know, just, you could ask people what it is and then actually spell it out. Yeah. And actually, you could do that. As bit of a threat, I had to have people call him Dave before yeah. they can say it. Can we move on? Because we spent far too much time talking about pronunciations, <laughs> yes, and we've got so much to do. Get this whole part out. But I, I am with you 100%, uh, Jesse Losk. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, Spurs have dropped 10 it's points. Dave. <laughs> Dave, Dave Loach. <laughs> uh, Spurs have dropped 10 points for winning positions. Only Brighton with 12 and Sheffield United with 11 have dropped more so far this season. Does that worry you? Um, only if it doesn't actually mean that we get to get rid of Mourinho. No, it just annoys me. It doesn't work. It annoys me. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> uh, we will move on to uh, matters continental and outside of England um, this weekend. Je- uh, Emma, there's no... Um... He did Jet Emma again. This Jet. is like my parents actually calling me by the dog. Name. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, name is Dave. And... <laughs> Dave Garcia. Uh, I used to know someone called Dick Garcia. Uh, and he was he was English, so that's some of the Spanish name with it. I mean, I have another part of my name. It's not just Garcia, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> uh, the angel. No, Chris, we just have the cup. This you weekend. have the cup, which you said you didn't want to talk about, wasn't it? Magic of the yeah, cup. Well, it's it's evil. <laughs> okay, so we won't talk about anything going on in Spain. This game that is being played by, right now, Real Madrid versus Bilbao, that should be played in Saudi Arabia right now. Okay, so we won't talk about anything in Spain this week. No, it's bad. Okay. Uh, in Italy, uh, Milan are top on 40 points, then Inter on 37, Roma 34, Juventus 33. Uh, it is a heck of a weekend in Italy. So um, Milan are top playing Cagliari, but uh, Friday is the Rome derby, Lazio versus Roma, uh, and is Inter versus Juventus as well this weekend. It is the derby d'Italia. Um, so... Things may look very, very different on Monday morning. So, um, 
looking forward to Inter Juve on Sunday night. In Germany, Bayern are top on 33 points, then RB on 31, Bayern 29, Dortmund 28. So Bayern play Freiburg, hoping to keep the dream alive. Uh, Dortmund are playing Mainz, uh, Wolfsburg are playing RB Leipzig, and Union Berlin are playing Bayer Leverkusen. Uh, in France, Lyon are top on 40 points, a point ahead of both PSG and Lille. So uh, Angers uh, will be playing PSG, Lille, uh, Lyon will be playing Metz, and Lille will be playing Rennes. Uh, but also, it's the Breton derby this weekend as Rennes take on Brest. Uh, elsewhere in the world, um, it's the Sydney derby as Sydney take on Sydney FC take on Western Sydney Wanderers, and Melbourne City play Western United in the A League. Uh, in South Africa, it's the Tashwani Derby as Manalodi Sundowns, who play in yellow, play Supersport United, who play in white. Uh, this week's first to be third in the Eredivisie as Holland play Feyenoord. It's Besiktas versus Galatasaray in Turkey. In Chile, it's the Super Classico. Cola Cola, who play in white, will play Universidad, who play in black. Uh, right, bits and bobs of news. So, uh, the FA Cup fourth round was drew this weekend. So, uh, on BBC will be Manchester United versus Liverpool for the next round of the Cup. Uh, Wickham versus Spurs. Adam, does that count as a local derby? Sorry, it was drew. They drew. I don't know him. Yeah, I think it was drawn. Yeah, I think it was drawn. Emma's not even a native speaker. <laughs> she I just is? had a good teacher. She is. She's, she's half and half, aren't you? Um, yes, but not like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then also uh, Chelsea play Luton in some sort of 1980s hooligan reunion, which will be great to watch. Um so they're, they're the sort of pick of the tie for the next round. Uh, Chelsea allegedly have five names to replace Frank Lampard, who has just four points from the last 18 available. Those names are Thomas Tuchel. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you just say they're the ties of the round when I didn't Manchester United draw Liverpool? I did say Manchester United Liverpool. It's on BBC. Well, you were too sorry. hung up on I... me getting a letter wrong in a pronunciation. You didn't get a pronunciation wrong. You used the wrong word. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm so... What's the opposite of sorry? No, he's a pedant. <laughs> he's a proper peasant. Um, OK, right. Chelsea have allegedly five names to replace Frank. Uh, it was four points on the last 18 available. So Thomas Tuchel, Julian Nangosman, Max uh, Allegri, Raf Rangnick and... Does he go fuzzy for everyone or is that just me? No, me too. And Brendan Rodgers. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes, no. Good, right. So one of them was Thomas Tuchel. Julian Nangosman, Max Should Allegri. Should we guess the others? Yes, let's do it. Go on. Avram okay. Grant. Rafa Benitez. No, no. Benitez. <laughs> I'd love that to be true. Sam Allardyce. No. Let's just go down the thing. Goose Hiddink doesn't want us to give his watch back in case it goes wrong. Pards. <laughs> Goose Project. Let's just go with all the gooses. Felipe Scolari. No. Julian, oh. Angus, Julian Angusman, Max Allegri, uh, Ralph Rannick and Brendan Rodgers. Um, along with Thomas Tuchel. Brendan Rodgers. One of these things is not like the others. He was a coach at Chelsea 20 years ago, so um, I think his reputation's recovered a little bit uh, with his work at Leicester. I mean, Frank Lampard didn't even manage in the Premier League before getting the Chelsea job, so, you know. Well, no one's saying that was a good choice, though. (laughs) (laughs) And look look where they are now, just 18 months later. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> they've, they've resorted to the idea that Brendan Rodgers might be a good idea. <laughs> um, Things don't always go to plan. Can we see Frank being in charge in a month's time? Oh, a month's yeah. a long time. It is. And a month this year is like 
five eight months, months for a regular year. <laughs> yeah, Do you remember this time last year when um, the worst thing we were thinking about was nuclear war that um, between North Korea and the United States? I was trying not to get burnt alive in Australia. They were you good were, times. <laughs> Uh, when I was freely allowed in and out of country <laughs> I miss those days yeah. I was just on my first impeachment <laughs> Do we see any of these names being viable contenders Or can we see Frank leaving in the next month? Well, he gets to play He's playing Fulham next It's a local derby So it's not as easy as you might guess, I suppose Yeah, that vicious Fulham crowd are going to get into them Oh wait they don't exist even at the best of times. They should make Wayne Bridge coach. Uh, coach. coach? Like really fuck John Manage, whatever, I'm American in pieces. Uh, Just really so, stick it to John Terry. So they play Fulham in the league. They play, they play Fulham, Leicester, then they have Luton, Wolves, Burnley, Tottenham, Sheffield United, I think Newcastle. I think he'll be all right. Yeah. Okay. Um... Uh, Nesta Valverde, Emma, uh, he mm-hmm. said that the Barcelona players knew that they would lose to Liverpool in the Champions League on the flight over. If only he told you, you could have saved yourself an air ticket. He's the manager, for fuck's sake. You <laughs> have to make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah. He knew. Well, he good. just knew. <laughs> yeah. How much did you spend on that trip? How much did you spend on that trip? Too much. <laughs> But I did get adopted by Everton fans, so it wasn't all bad. Okay. Uh, what else have we got? Oh, Julian Knight, who's the chair of the uh, Department of Culture, Media and Sport Committee in uh, Parliament, has called footballers, quote-unquote, brainless because they hug while celebrating goals. I've seen... What are they supposed to do? Well, I've seen a fair bit of it this week, and presumably the players on the pitch have all been tested and are all COVID-free, so I don't quite see the problem in players hugging after they score a goal. Does anybody else? Honestly, that is the least of football's problems. Right. <laughs> yeah, if they're they're near each other, breathing on each other, like spitting, swapping all kinds of bodily fluids, literally. So, if if the worry, if there is a worry about hugging, then they shouldn't be playing. Uh, yes, because it's a contact sport, isn't it? Because they'll be touching each other all game. Sorry, Emma. I would think that the biggest concern, rather than that. Should be the fact that they're having New Year's Eve parties together <laughs> and breaking all the COVID rules and stuff like that. That's a bigger problem. Yes. Yeah, it can't be a don't hug. If if not that anything is all or nothing, but you can't. That's ridiculous. You know, it's a they're it's a respiratory sport. <laughs> I feel that this is—I feel this is another example of maybe using footballers as an easy scapegoat as well. Um, while the government isn't doing its job anywhere near as well as it could in this crisis, let's point at when the footballers. They're saving the world. Yeah. Would the, would the would the devil's advocate position be just sort of like that? You just just don't do it because other people can't. Don't do which hugging or playing? Hugging. Oh, hugging. Well, it's like I'm. Um, a little bit like you know how we you have your photos of Sam Allardyce not wearing his mask properly. Yes. Oh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. And I tell you, he doesn't have to wear his mask there. Right. But it doesn't look good that he's not wearing his mask properly, even though he doesn't have to wear it there. But it's yeah, not. I it's, see. It's not like people crossing tears to visit relatives at Christmas. I mean, it's um, 
it's uh, you know they've all been tested and they're all okay, aren't they? Yes, but I see it's like Casey Stoney saying she shouldn't have given her players permission to go to Dubai. You know, they were allowed to go to Dubai, but it was really fucking stupid to go to Dubai. But they touch each other um, all game anyway through marking and sort of fouling and goodness, what, it, don't they? right. I think yeah, I think we're all saying the same thing that yeah. Um, yeah I, look, I I think I think the larger question is. Is it safe that they're playing? You know, we still don't know the long-term impacts, yeah. right? That a lot of these players, they, even if they had it, right, we're now seeing that there's um, if, a cardiac, pro, you know, that there's long-term cardiac and um, issues that we don't even know about. So are we putting them at risk, yeah. right? So, like, nobody's sort of, ha- we're all, not we, they are, are looking at these like short-term issues and maybe we need to look at the long-term issue, okay. maybe, kind of. Uh, Sol Bamber of Cardiff has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh, he's been given full support from the club because, of course, his manager, Neil Harris, had testicular cancer 20 years ago. So, uh, yeah, very sad news there. Uh, former Arsenal player De Nielsen has talked about feeling uh, loneliness um, when he was playing as a young 18-year-old at Arsenal. Um, he said to himself, quote, unquote, dear God, is this my life? He said uh, he would play a game in front of 60,000 people at the Emirates. He said he would then go home after the game and log on to MSN. So the, this is how long ago we're talking uh, to talk about the game. But none of his friends were online. Very sad. Aww. Poor Danielson. Uh, if you think that's sad, listen to this. Poor Jamie oh, Redknapp. No. Poor Jamie Redknapp. He, uh, after he signed for Liverpool in 1991, uh, he was at a loose end one Saturday afternoon and decided to go and watch Everton. Uh, he wore a baseball cap just so he could keep a little bit disguised. Uh, and he says, quote, unquote, I wore a baseball cap uh, hoping nobody would recognise me. But after 10 minutes, I was hit on the head with a meat pie and someone yelled, fuck off, Redknapp. <laughs> Poor Jamie. I think he's fine. Adam, what do you say for your... <laughs> fine. <laughs> Adam, what do you say to that disgusting show of um, sort of behaviour by your fellow Everton fans? Uh, he's got absolutely no proof, has he? <laughs> it's one man's word <laughs> against the Adam other. Adam wipes his hands of the meat pie residue. <laughs> Conjecture. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh Raja Casablanca, who we ascertained last week playing green, uh, they will play Al Itihad, who play uh, in black and yellow stripes uh, in next month's Arab Cup, which will take place in Marrakesh. Um, Do you know what? I found the, the only thing that can make this slightly more boring is the idea of you Googling every single one of the team's <laughs> colours just to make it sound like you know a green. little bit more about them this time. Uh, other results that happened this week is so a Bayern lost 6 5 on penalties to. Uh, they playing red. Holstein Kyle, who playing black. Uh, they lost on penalties uh, 6 5. Um, Holstein are from the second division. Uh, in the Champions Trophy in France, PSG beat Marseille 2 1. This, quite... <laughs> this is quite a good game. Uh, Maricardi uh, scored first um, and then won a penalty, uh, which Neymar then scored Neymar back after a month when they suggested he might be out for a whole lot longer before Dimitri Payet got a consolation. Um, Alvaro Gonzalez of Marseille, I think, may go down as one of the stupidest players uh, I've ever seen play football. So, um, are you, I'm sorry, are you using stupid as a euphemism for racist, or are you actually using stupid? Uh, <laughs> it covers a whole range of things. So, Alvaro Gonzalez, of course, was the player alleged to have used racial language towards uh, Neymar back in the game in September, which ended with about 13,000 players getting sent off. Um, 
Neymar came on as a sub in this game and Gonzalez immediately set about smashing him to bits. He took some brutal punishment in this game, did Neymar, uh, resulting in Gonzalez committing a foul uh, and getting a yellow card um, and very nearly getting sent off uh, when Icardi was through on goal and eventually Icardi won the penalty inside the box from the keeper. Very, very deft player. Obviously, he thought he wanted to sort of continue their, their feud. Um, I feel a tiny bit sorry for Neymar because I do watch him play quite a lot for PSG and he gets an awful lot of brutal treatment both in Ligue 1 and in the Champions League. He deserves it. Thank Thank you. <laughs> he deserves it, does he? Okay, fair enough. Uh, Barcelona beat Real Sociedad on penalties um, to reach the Spanish Super Cup final. It was, what was it, 1 1, wasn't it, in normal time? Ricky Puig mm-hmm. scored the winning goal and. Uh, Sorry, who was that? Puig, Puig. <laughs> Puig scores the winning goal. At least I'm attempting it. Uh, scores, well, scores the winning goal after Mark Antoine Testegan saved two penalties, didn't he? Uh, and in the Copa Libertadores, uh, River Plate nearly pulled off the impossible. So they were 3-0 down from the first leg, weren't they, Jesse? They uh, pulled it back to 2-0 against Palmeiras, and uh, they didn't quite get the third. So um, they had a goal disallowed from VAR, uh, and also a penalty disallowed by VAR as well, didn't they? Did you watch this? You're South American. You must have watched this. That's, that is how it works, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Palmeiras very... Uh, fortunate to go through and it's an all Brazilian final because Santos beat Boca didn't they 3-0 I watched some of this game this was quite a good game I watched some of this yes um, not to bring down the mood but should Brazil be playing football right now no I did see a fair few masks there last night uh, amongst all the officials I don't know <laughs> yes um, but it was a lot of fun What's the relationship between Palmeiras and Santos, do you know? Uh, are they close rivals? Um, they're not one of the... It's not like a derby, but it will be a very fun... It, I mean, it will be fun. It will also probably spread a lot of COVID. But if you try to ignore that... What if you weigh up the fun with the COVID? Is there some sort of equilibrium you get to there? Um... It's fun if you pretend that they don't have a dictatorial president who's just pretending that this doesn't exist. Fair enough. Uh, right, Coppa Italia, uh, Milan nil Torino. Wilson Milan, Milan went through five four penalties. Um, Inter beat Fiorentina two one. Napoli beat Empoli three two. Juventus beat Genoa three two. There was a La Liga game this week, wasn't there, Emma? God, that was boring. Uh, I, oh, I told you it would be. <laughs> Atletico Madrid took an early lead against Sevilla and played six at the back for the next sort of seventy what minutes. What did I tell you? you? I told you to stop watching. Yeah, well, I, I, I told you I'm paying for this game. I am watching it to the bitter end. Uh, oh. Yeah, and then they got a second goal, sort of ten minutes from time. Why didn't you watch it on the stream? That's what Roja Directa is for. Or are we not allowed to say that? Well, no, I, I bought Premier Sports, so I, I watched that. So, uh, on there. Okay. So, uh, Kieran Trippier, five assists this season. Messi and Ronaldo got four combined. Kieran Trippier apparently, is so good. He mm. might not have to serve that ban that he got. That's true. He's because so hardworking. If he messed so something good. up with the dates for his hearing. Sure. So he, he might not miss any more football for Atleti. Oh, well, that was... Uh, right, a little bit of transfer news that's happened this week. So, um, 
Timothy Fossabenta has made a permanent move from Manchester United to Bayer Leverkusen. Moussa Dembele has gone on loan from Lyon to Atletico Madrid with an obligation to bite. Now, um, I follow Tarek Amir on Twitter, who's a lovely person you should all follow. Uh, he's a uh, Lyon fan, uh, and he's saying that he thinks that move is pretty good for Lyon. Uh, they've got Islam Slomani on loan from Leicester City, which he was a bit sort of met about, but... He thinks getting Moussa Dembele off of their books is a good thing. So how has this gone down in Spain, do you think, Emma, with the Atleti fans? It's probably a good move for Atleti because they need a striker because they lost Diego Costa. Yeah. Who, who knows what happened to him or where he's going or why he decided <laughs> Not that. even he knows. Yeah, I don't know. And you saw them the other day. They need someone who's got a bit of pace. Yeah, he has got pace. He's not a clinical finisher as Dembele. He starts a lot of games on the bench because obviously Memphis starts for Leon, mm-hmm. and then you've got Toko Ikambe for um, Leon as well, who's having a sort of surprisingly good season. Uh, so, yeah, it's a signing that makes sense for Atleti. I think so. It makes sort of sense for everybody. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, good grief! Uh, Charlie Brown has uh, gone on loan from Chelsea to MK Dons. Charlie uh, Brown. Yeah, Charlie Brown. The, the the ball's going to be pulled out from underneath him just as he tries to kick it every time. Yep. <laughs> hey, my joke was funny. Don't laugh at his. Uh, right, back to the Premier League this weekend. Saturday, 12.30 on BT Sport. Wolves versus West Brom in the Steve Ball derby. They don't make players like that anymore. Uh, both teams have lost three out of five. Um, and uh, have both have got a chance creation. Of, what have I written here? <laughs> anyway, both teams have lost three out of five. Uh, there's been no big, <laughs> there's been no big sum effect so far. West Ham have conceded nine in their last two games. Um, how do you think this one's going to go? This is a, an incredibly. Wait, big... what? Can we talk about your notes? Did you write them like in hieroglyphs? What? <laughs> what in Spanish. Oh no! Here we go. Both teams have lost three out of five, and both teams have got a chance creation. Uh, or number of chances created per game of 0.67 and 0.41. So they don't create many chances either of them. Um, but this is a huge local derby, this is. So this is like sort of their, both their team's biggest games of the season. Does it matter without fans in? Is it going to uh, make a difference? I think so, because you don't want to go to work on Monday morning with a Wolves fan if you're a West Brom fan and you've lost, have you? Oh, no. We Nobody lost. We... should be going to work on Monday morning. Though. Well, not everyone can work at home, can they? So they might go to whatever they can't work at home job from. We lost to you at the weekend. Yum, yum, yum. Yeah, you're rubbish you are. So you want to make sure you win these games, don't you? Um, yeah, no big Sam effect. So West Brom have sort of conceded nine in their last two games. So they've got that draw with Liverpool and it's gone a bit flat since, hasn't it? That's the big Sam effect. <laughs> That's it, is it? That is the effect. <laughs> yeah. Having... He's given us every. He's, he gave us everything we needed, and he can, he can go now. Yeah. yeah, he he did the Lord's work. He can move on. <laughs> okay, uh, three o'clock on Sky. Um, Leeds versus Brighton in the Liam Bridcup derby. Leeds in twelfth, Brighton in seventeenth. Uh, Brighton zero Premier League wins since they beat Aston Villa two one on the twenty first of November. So that's getting on for quite a long time ago. Leeds since the start of December average. Well, games involving Leeds average 4.25 goals per game. Uh, so they're very attacking. They let in quite a few as well. Um, I can't see Brighton having the firepower to beat Leeds. Though Neil Bope and Lucas sort of Trossard and David Conley, they don't really sort of have me scared if I'm a Leeds defender. Is that the same for everybody else? I also don't see them playing in a 
in in any sort of compact enough nature to to blunt some sort of swarming Leeds attack. So I can see Leeds winning this game by multiple goals. And when I said David Conley, I actually meant Aaron Conley, of course. Of course you did. We, I let that one go. Yeah. And if you can tell me who David Conley played for. I don't need to. Because I know it was, wasn't Leeds or Brighton. Okay. Um, yeah, so all season Leeds have, uh, they've averaged 1.94 goals scored, but they've also conceded 1.76. So yeah, but... I guess what you're what saying. What have you been doing with a calculator this week? So there's a lot of numbers. And oh, lot. there is way more coming. This is just the start of numbers. Uh, anyone want to? Can, so, can someone teach you how to round? To like just like a single point. No, no. Do no, we need no. to tell you what the numbers are to, so you can turn it upside down and it says "boobless"? <laughs> um, anyone want to hazard a sort of prediction on this, uh, Jesse or Emma? Fun. Jesse, were you even listening? <laughs> Fun's quite good. I like it. <laughs> okay, right. We'll move on to the next one. Three o'clock on Amazon Prime is uh, West Ham versus Burnley in the in right derby. West Ham in tenth, Burnley sixteenth. Um, West Ham winning. Not against... fun. <laughs> Prediction pain. West Ham beat Everton. <laughs> West Ham beat Everton last week, uh, but it was their first win in five in the league. Burnley, their last four, they've won two, drawn two. They don't take over at Burnley. Um, is that going to have any effect on this game, do you think? Or are they going to be in the market for players this month? I, I they still have the same players, right? From the game, yeah. Sorry, you both talked at the same time. Emma, you go first. No, no. The, the, Adam can go first. I think we're both making the same point anyway. Probably. I'm, I'm very rarely seeing a game win one from the boardroom. Can you see Burnley making investments this month, though? That's a completely different question, and I'll allow it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Jesse, what do you reckon to this? Were you listening this time? Um, partly. <laughs> West Ham versus Burnley. Who do you think will win? Ugh. Um, West Ham. Okay. No Sebastian... Not fun. <laughs> thousand percent not fun. No Sebastian Haller, of course, because he's obviously left to go to the Eredivisie last week. Um... Half past five on Sky on Saturday is Fulham in 18th versus Chelsea in 9th, the Damien Duff derby. Uh, Fulham have drew their last uh, five games. Chelsea have won one or five. <laughs> I love that pause. Fulham have drew their last. Pause and. What have I done wrong? <laughs> Fulham have drawn. No, it was great. <laughs> it was just some really... Fulham haven't won in their last five. Uh, Chelsea have won one out of five. Um, if I was giving you any credit, I'd say that I was a comedic callback, but I don't think it was. Uh, Chelsea lost 3-1 to Manchester City last time out um, when they played. So, a little thing I sort of noticed here. Chelsea's, uh, their top Premier League scorer is um, Tammy Abraham with six. Mo Salah's got 13, Son's got 12, Kane's got 11, Jamie Vardy's got 11. Um... Ben Chilwell and Timo Werner both got the most assists for Chelsea with four. That, again, that's way behind uh, Harry Kane with 11. Uh, and, Kevin De, and Kevin De Bruyne with nine uh, Premier League assists. So Chelsea are losing out up front, aren't they? When, in a, and I think we thought they'd all be playing better this season up front with Ziyech and Werner and Havertz coming in and Pulisic back from injury. It's just not quite happening for them up front, is it? It might help I if they I... played Werner up front. Yeah, yeah, and they should have listened to... 
Americans from the... Well, no. You know what? Never listen, <laughs> Don't to, listen Americans. to Americans. Don't listen to Americans. Never, ever, <laughs> ever. They should have listened to those of us who said from the beginning, Pulisic is actually not that good. You know, people saying... He's your poster boy. Wow. He's the, yes, but you know what? And that's a problem. The U.S. men's national team poster boy is like saying, I don't know, the best tasting... I, I, I don't know. Somebody give me a good, a good metaphor for the best not terrible thing. <laughs> He's the best of a bad bunch. Yeah, like who, the best U.S. men's national team player? Okay, that's great and hey, you've got what some haven't you that you, was exciting you've got some good players in the national team you've got Tyler Adams you've got Tim, uh, Timothy Weir sure but Sergio Nodest like, he's great that's not, that's not like the best of like an amazing crop yeah no okay um I actually think Peter thinks she's quite good mm. I also think that your stat about Chelsea is, a, is rubbish my stat no, Chris's stat. Which one? Your well, you the, the one you the, the one you tried to build up by saying that they're missing up, they're missing up front because they've got all of these. Everyone else has got most other scored thirteen goals and. I mean, was it? only scored six. That's because not my, that's not my stat. That's literally what has happened. Okay, yeah, but what? But what you've not realised is that what that means is just multiple play. They spread the goals and the assists around. Because there's only two teams in the Premier League who've scored more goals than them. Okay. And they're the top two in the table. So that doesn't suggest that they're missing out up front, does it? No, sorry. Zach Steffen. Zach Steffen is good. Zach Steffen. I feel like I've been told off. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for Havertz because he's had a bad time. Yeah, he has. Yeah. He had COVID and he had it bad. Yeah. He's and he's so young. Yeah, he's cute and young and... And also, I feel like there's so much pressure on them when there's... It's like the... I keep thinking it's like the... This this Keppa thing, that when they're so young and there's so much, like, before they even get there, there's so much... Not even pressure, but like... Um, like, brouhaha put on them. There's no... Ch- like, they they have no chance, you know? Like, we have to not do that to young baby players anymore. Okay, so bearing that in mind, guys... Chris is like, okay... (laughs) 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 I agree with you. 100%, (laughs) Jesse. (laughs) I indulge you for five minutes over your pronunciations. I know. I told Adam to edit it out. Don't worry. Edit edit me out of these these (laughs) podcasts. Um, So how do you think it's going to go? Is this going to be a win for one of these sites or uh, a Drew? A Drew. <laughs> a Drew. I'm gonna give you the credit for that one. Well done. <laughs> I did the other one on purpose. I did the other one on purpose too. Mm-hmm. Uh okay. Uh Saturday night, eight o'clock. Um Leicester City versus Southampton on BT Sport and the Mark Draper Derby. Uh, no Danny Ings, he's gone down with COVID today. Um oh. Both have won one, drawn two of their last three. Saints, of course, beat Liverpool uh, last time out in the Premier League. Um, after this, Southampton have got Arsenal, Aston Villa and Manchester United in the league, which is uh, quite an iffy run. Um, maybe not Arsenal, but the other two are playing very well this season. How do you think this one? Aston Villa probably won't turn up. 
<laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Leicester haven't done very well at home this season. Uh, they do they do far better away. So um, I'm kind of going to go for Southampton on this one. Me too. Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I like them. I think they're great. Yeah, I, I like them as well. Jesse and Emma. I just think they're Adam. neat. <laughs> I just think they're neat. They deserve it. Um, sure. Although I do like when Villa play their little tiny babies and we hear that their mommies had to drop them off at the stadium. <laughs> very cute. And if, uh, no, the, the FA only does that for when they have to play Liverpool, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> if they have to play anyone else, the game can cancel it. It's not possible. <laughs> Adam, how do you reckon this is going to go? Uh, is it uh, at St Mary's? No, it's uh, at City. At City? Yeah. Leicester City. So, what you meant is it's at the King Power, but you couldn't remember the name? I didn't remember the name, but it's I know like you a hate it. when Bond I... way of saying it? I know you hate City. it. I know... Leicester City. I know you hate it when I call Leicester uh, just City. Oh no, it's when you use terms that no one else knows what you're on about. Like, it's not just me. Well, that's but not particularly... The worst, one, the, the worst one's when you fully make things up. Like the Colosseum. I know. Something, <laughs> something that only one, one out of seven billion people uses to refer to the stadium as. Uh, I think you'll find that disgraced uh, sex pest Stuart Hall used to call um, Liverpool the Colosseum when he used to report on Five Life. Okay, so I'm not sure interesting, choice of, interesting choice of company. Interesting choice of company. It used to call Graham soon as Zeus as well. Uh, Zeus. Yeah. Again, again. Um, I think Leicester will win. All right. Okay. Uh, Sunday, Jesse is um, Sheffield United in 20th place versus Spurs in sixth. That's two o'clock on Sky in the Martin Peters derby. Uh, Sheffield United won this three-one last season. Um, Spurs have got two Premier League wins out of their last seven uh, since the start of December. Sheffield United have just nine points from safety, though, after that win the other day. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I could see this, surprisingly, going like this. Spurs score in the first 14 minutes of the match. And then, wait for it, we sit back. <laughs> and then we draw. In the last, I don't know, let's put it two minutes. Okay. Has she got this from right? That? Guys? How does that sound? Has she got this from right, guys? In a surprise twist, they decide to defend after going up 1 0. <laughs> right? Could you see that happening? Who would have thought? Um, I Prediction see... pain. <laughs> <laughs> a last minute Drew. <laughs> they, they slap. They, they managed to, to grab a Drew from the Drew. <laughs> Adam and Emma, what do you reckon? I think Tottenham will win. Okay, Emma. I think Tottenham will win too. Okay, uh, half past four is first versus second. Um, Liverpool take on Manchester United uh, on Sky Sports, the almost Gabriel Ainsley derby. This one's at the Coliseum. But you probably should have. Just to clarify, because that's a little bit the way you phrase that is a little bit confusing. What have I done wrong uh, now? And I appreciate I appreciate that Liverpool are at home, so convention would say that you start with Liverpool. So you probably should call it second against first. You are more than welcome to write a podcast yourself anytime you I, want to. I just want to make it clear that it's second against first and not 
<laughs> first against second, Liverpool versus Manchester United. Oh, Jesse, all the snark he's he, had. Yes, he'd Chris. be a good lawyer, wouldn't he? He would. I've told him this. Yes. Like an hour ago. Um, also, I wonder if when you edit, when one edits, can one do like a like um, a command F? You know, when you do like find all. I'm wondering if you do a command F, select me, and just edit me out. Because I'm no. thinking back to all the shit I've said in this <laughs> <laughs> You said it, you own it. Um, since beating <laughs> Crystal Palace 7-0, Liverpool have drew with West Brom uh, and Newcastle and lost to Southampton. Manchester United have won four out of five. Um, this is Manchester United away from home this season as well. Uh, Liverpool, though, despite that poor run, they're still averaging 2.18 goals a game in the Premier League. And they're also averaging... They're also averaging 2.1 chances created per game as well. Wow, 2.18 and 2.1. Yeah. Is there anyone in the Liverpool team who is helping to feed hungry children? Mm. Yes, Trent Alexander-Arnold gives up his Christmas days to work in a soup kitchen and Jordan Henderson was behind the captain's initiative last year during COVID to help hungry children. So your answer is no, because well, that was yes. last year. Well, no, it's an ongoing... And it's one an on- day of the year. It's yeah, not- one day... I'm sorry, but many of many people volunteer on Christmas Day or Thanksgiving Day. It's an ongoing thing that he has But it's done. once a year. It's no, not no. every day. Jordan Henderson's was an ongoing thing. Was an ongoing or thing. Or is an ongoing yeah, was, thing. Was. Is an ongoing is. thing. Uh, Jordan Henderson time. doesn't just... Vol- and Trent Alexander-Arnold doesn't just volunteer on Christmas Day. He does other days during the year as well. The team also go to Alderhey Children's Hospital at various points throughout the year uh, and help out there. Uh, and um, Are you uh, Sadi- Alexander-Arnold's diary? Sadia Mane and Mo Salah also uh, help out of their local mosques as well. So the answer to that is yes, there are many charitable uh, efforts from the Liverpool team. So is this a Liverpool? So is Jordan Henderson trying to claim more than one twentieth worth of credit? Jordan Henderson isn't trying to claim anything. He was part of setting up the captain's. So initiative. you were trying to claim? No, <laughs> I wasn't trying to claim any credit. Emma asked the question, "Have any Liverpool players helped?" And I said yes, and gave a list of Liverpool players that did. That's literally how that worked. I will say, I wasn't also, trying to nobody, claim any nobody asked this, but. Um, Mostly with Suarez and Godin, whenever the player we used to be whenever they were home, but now they cannot be home, so they actually have funded in Uruguay has a socialist government, and so when you go to the hospital, you bring your own sheets um, and the players have funded largely um, an initiative to bring um, supplies for um infants and and mothers in the two hospitals in the main cities in Salto and Montevideo and every time they're home there's talk of them just showing up with supplies and also to um help out and the last time Edinson Cavani showed up and actually just funded um a hospital wing in Salto oh the irony of Luis Suarez so helping some, the irony of Luis Suarez helping somebody else eat for once I will tell you that Luis Suarez has, my grandmother, before she died, worked in the hospital in Montevideo, and my grandmother would just call me and say, in Spanish, do you know who's here? Luis Suarez is here again. So he shows up a lot in the hospital. (laughs) So 
making a nuisance of himself. Anyway, he kind yeah, of did. He, he did have a broken jaw because he tried to bite someone again. <laughs> he did a lot of work without his without people knowing. Just showed up in the hospital and did a lot of work. Anyway, uh, Emma, are, you trying, to, about... are you trying to say that Marcus Rashford some sort of show off on Twitter? Just trying exactly. To... <laughs> no, I, Mark, I love that Marcus Rashford actually not shows off, but makes it known on Twitter because I think part of the part of the wonderful thing that he does is shaming your government. Yeah, he uses it for good. Yeah. Anyway, so Emma asked if Liverpool players do any charitable acts, and mm-hmm. no, no, no. Suggested... she asked if they fed in. <laughs> She asked a very specific question to which you made up lies. I didn't make up <laughs> lies at all. <laughs> I didn't make up lies at all. all. Everything I said was the truth. Also, uh, Jürgen Klopp has solved uh, hunger in Africa by simply turning up and hugging and laughing with the children. So he <laughs> spread disease, is what you're saying. Yeah, his big jolly German laugh has helped Yeah, and he blinded them all with the glare of the sun <laughs> from the, his teeth. <laughs> so in answer to your question, Emma, yes, Liverpool players do take part in charitable acts. What I will say about Alexander Arnold is that maybe he should concentrate on his football after his <gasps> last pathetic oh. game. Well, I was going to say this because Trent Alexander Arnold, there was a list of top assist makers in the Premier League. Um, and of the players involved in this game, uh, Bruno Fernandes has got the most with seven uh, from Manchester United. Uh, Andy Robertson has got five. Uh, Trent Alexander Arnold didn't appear on the leaderboard of Manchester United and Liverpool players with assists. So, yes, you're right. He does need to. He got of... substituted, didn't he? Because he had a really terrible game against Southampton. No, he's not having the best of games at all. I've got a sneaky feeling Manchester United could end this record of Liverpool's, which would make uh, Trent Alexander Arnold really sad down the soup kitchen. Oh, that'd be really funny. Would he still Instagram it, though? <laughs> well, a bit... <laughs> Him looking really miserable <laughs> serving soup to people. <laughs> um, yeah, I got. I got. I always have horrible things about this fixture anyway. So, what do you guys think? Prediction, boredom. <laughs> Prediction. Is this, is this game the sort of definition of a negative surprise? No, because there'll be nothing surprising about it. It'll just be negative. Hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> are you all going for a United win? Are you? No. no, I think Liverpool's going to win in like sort of a devastatingly boring. Um, <laughs> Can you be devastatingly like, boring? But yes. Spurs, <laughs> point, you... <laughs> this Arsenal match right now and the Spurs match from yesterday. Have you not been paying attention? <laughs> okay. And I live in this country. I should be excited by devastatingly boring. I think the wrong <laughs> things are devastatingly boring. <laughs> Fair enough. I think what... it'll be a draw because these games are always draws. Yeah. And they're boring. Okay. Always. Adam? Uh, I'm just going to sit here in silence and think about what I want to happen and not say it out loud. Adam! That's not That's very not good fun. podcasting. No, but I'm worried about the powers of Jinx. He does okay. have a power, which does seem to materialise the things that he says. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Right, we'll move on to Sunday night, quarter past seven uh, on Sky, the John Mack and Derby. That is Manchester City in third versus Crystal Palace in 13th. Um, Palace won 2 0 against Sheffield United last time. That was their first league win in seven since they beat West Brom and Jalbin 5 1 at the start of December. Uh, and maybe to sort of exacerbate that, Wilfred Zaha is their top scorer with eight. Then it's, the next top scorer is Christian Benteke with three. Uh, is this going to be a United a, a City procession? Yes. 
Yeah, Emma. <laughs> and also, yes. Crystal Palace only have only scored 22 goals, so this is a more relevant stat. Well done. Improvement. <laughs> uh, Jesse. Yes. How do you think it's going to go? Oh, City will win. Okay. And I will probably not watch. Okay, well, fair enough. And finally, uh, Monday, 8 o'clock on Sky, Arsenal versus Newcastle in the Matai Debushi derby. Uh, Arsenal uh, in crisis have won their last three. An aggregate oh, well, of 8-1 in the Premier League. Going... Or were they? <laughs> it's not going to change. Boring draw in the 82nd minute. And I let me tell you, everyone, I think, knows how much I love and adore and would go to any vegan restaurant ever with Hector Bejerin. This is the most fucking boring match I think I've ever <laughs> scene even he looks frustrated well arsenal only create an average of 1.18 chances per game this season in the premier league so this probably sort of ties in with that um after today arsenal plays southampton manchester United and wolves so it's probably quite imperative that they get a result uh today or, or on monday sorry um newcastle got zero wins in seven since they beat uh west Brom and Albion 2-1 on the 6th of december and they averaged 0.76 chances per game as well so pretty horrendous there um are we going to go for Arsenal? Or are we going to go for a board draw or a jammy Newcastle win? Adam, this is your local team. What are you going to say? Um, they're very hard to read at the moment. They're not women. They're footballers. Um, um, they're playing Newcastle, though. I don't even know how to put <laughs> Just, Just move on. It. Pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> Um, I think they'll beat Newcastle. Okay. Uh, Jesse and Emma? Oh, well, if, if anything's to go by this draw, then it's probably going to be a draw. It's Arsenal. Okay. Uh, I just... I, I, I don't think Arsenal fans should have to suffer like this. Yeah, they should. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Newcastle are one of the teams that Arsenal are Arsenal against. No. That is a that's a brave statement. You know what? <laughs> I think if this match alone doesn't anger, doesn't invoke enough frustration and rage in Arsenal to just fucking do something, I don't know what will happen. So I'm going to give this to Arsenal. I'm going to say they they will win. Did Arsenal <laughs> just concede a penalty? No. Okay. Okay. Uh, right, guys, that brings us to the end of our Premier League roundup because one Did game it? has been postponed um, this weekend. So, uh, if you want to talk about your socials, Jesse, if they want to follow you on Twitter, how do people do that? My God, they shouldn't. They uh, should. They definitely should. They should definitely follow you instead. How uh, do they do that? They can follow me at Jesse Loesch. Uh, Adam, if they want to follow you, how do they do that? I mean, I'm still technically quitting Twitter but then as soon as I did it I realised that that's how all of my notifications for PS5 stock are have you if I get rid of them I'm further away from a PS5 than I am now and I'm quite oh you know what you should do Adam you should tell everybody how they follow Andrea because the, her scrunchies are like the best thing ever I no I want a PS5 Jesse I don't understand what that means. Have you decided to stay? Have you decided to stay on Twitter since they took Parlour now? No, as soon as I get my PS5, it's going. Okay. Uh, so, how do people follow you for these last glorious few weeks? Oh, well, I might, yeah, that's true. I might burn it down in style, right? Yeah. Like Adam, I say one hundred and one. Uh, Emma, I can't follow you, can they? Um, 
you can follow us at Man on the Post on Twitter and on Instagram and give us a like on Facebook as well. Uh, and Ad, uh, not Adam, um, Dave and Ali and Simon will be back uh, over the course of the weekend to review the games that we've been previewing here. If you like what you hear, and God knows we appreciate that, um, uh, you can give us a subscription uh, a like on uh, itunes or on acast or uh, on spotify and all your future episodes will fall automatically into your inbox you can give us a rate and review and they'll uh, fall automatically as well um uh, into your inbox from there and we appreciate any reviews we get uh, guys thank you ever so much for listening thank no you uh, always remember to keep your man on the post 